When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we fire up the second year of Album for the Day, we do a little pivot. Mm. We've been doing a different album every day uh, for a year. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's 360 <laughs> something of those for you if you want to go check those out. Yeah. Um, we're going to be focusing still on albums. But in the context of the people who are on the albums and the contributors who made the albums what they were. And I think that's really what breaks down the whole music scene of what we're doing here. It's just it really gets the backstory of who the people are creating the music that we've grown to love over the years. We found a bunch of new people that we get to talk about, which is exciting for me. People I didn't even know who were on some of the most fantastic albums ever played. And you know the music, and you've heard it, and... Now it's time to get to know the artists. Yeah. And today, we're coming back to somebody we've talked about a number of times, specifically mm-hmm. throughout uh, Album for the Day thus far, in the context of stuff that he's created, or been a part of the creation of. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, we kick it back to Uncle Walter. Mm-hmm. Walter Yetnikoff. The man, the myth, the legend... <laughs> <laughs> the party the party animal the, the crazy jewish polish party animal mm-hmm. and he would he would probably make t-shirts that said that i honestly don't doubt it at all totally um, but rather than being a producer he's more of just the all-around company man he was kind of the music that got artists he was the music the money that got the artists together the producer is the facilitator in the studio the producer facilitates the end product mm-hmm. yetnikoff is more of a general facilitator yeah. i've got to get these people into the studio yeah. for you to produce a product yeah and you know apparently he was one of the most abrasive uh gritty uh, people on the planet, but he was damn good at his job. He got things done. Um, he got things the done. Thing. He got, I, I mean, even for, I mean, he worked with everybody from Michael Jackson to get Thriller done. He got Billy Joel, Barbara Streisand, Bruce Springsteen in the 80s. You know, I mean, the 80s is when he was in his real heyday. He was, um, and I mean, there's great stories about what he did in the 80s. Going yeah, back to Michael in, Jackson, um, you know, MTV was in its fledgling days, and they didn't want to play the video for Billie Jean. Yeah. So Walter Yetnikoff goes in and says, oh, you don't want to play something by a black artist? Mm-hmm. I will pull every single CBS artist out of here. We'll do it right now. Mm-hmm. Racist, <laughs> yeah. and MTV was like, "Oh my bad." How about twice an hour? Is that okay, Mister Yetnikoff? Yes, that's <laughs> how you get it done. 
how you get but it done. He, he was in a very small group of executives, like, you know, the Clive Davis, David Geffen. Um, um, oh, man, Ahmed some Erdogan. of the stuff he said about David Geffen. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing, is that he did it his way. He's probably drunk when he said it, too. And that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, and... I'm not saying that to be, you it's know, It's not an a asshole. justification. It's not, yeah, it's, I'm not it's saying, an explanation. Yeah, it's also a thing. He probably would tell you that as well. Yeah, um, he's and, not here anymore. Yeah, he, no, no. He, he, he passed a few years ago from cancer. Matter of fact, it was about a year ago today. Oh, wow. It was... Uh, August the 9th. August 9th. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, wow. Um, but uh, one of the things that he said in uh, in his book... Um, he, he Howling said, at the Moon. Which is so fantastic. <laughs> what a fantastic title. Everybody, I mean, he was known to be a party animal. Oh, yeah. It was like, you know, but he said he would get, I would go into meetings and ask people to hold hands um, and say the serenity prayer. And it's like, r- really? Really, dude? But yeah, it's one of those things where the guy knew how to get the right people together. He knew how to keep the books he knew how to. Uh, he knew. He knew who the next person was going to be. And I'll bring a. I'll bring a strong comparison in here since we just talked about Phil Spector, and George Martin and Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. So Phil Spector is more of a manipulator to get that end result. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like while there is an element of that with Walter. Um, He's also more of a motivator, you know, like yeah. it wasn't so much a I'm going to make you do it this way. Um, it was more of a I think you should do it this way. And why don't we why don't we try it this way? Yeah. You know, the softer, more palatable, less dictatorial. I've got an idea kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Well, yeah. And Let me share my idea with you. So and what he did with that is. You know, to go way back, he he saw Michael Jackson, even with the Jackson Five, and he was like, "Okay, this kid is special." You know, whatever. So when Jackson Five got older in 1982, he encouraged Michael to come out and do you know do his solo. Own, and, and Thriller is what came out. And in 1984, at the Grammy Awards, Michael Jackson brought Walter Yetnikoff on stage and called him. The, the best, best president, president of any, any record, record company. company. And it's just like when Michael Jackson brings Before you he was really even the yeah. Michael Jackson that yeah. we remember this him is, as now. Yeah, this is this was the beginning. Th- this is thriller. Michael In Jackson. the beginning, Walter created the Michael <laughs> and the Jackson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you don't bring record executives up at the Grammys. No, yeah, nobody yeah. does that. They're yeah. so resentful of the record executives. Yeah. But other uh, uh, other hits released during Yetnikov's tenure, uh, Meatloaf's Bat Out of Hell in 77, Pink Floyd's double album The Wall in 79, uh, Springsteen's Born in the USA in 84, Bad by Michael Jackson in 87, and, and and Billy Joel, I mean, I can't wait to get into the Billy Joel thing. Oh, but before we get into Billy, one more thing on the Michael Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. Walter was reflecting on that and said, that's unheard of. You don't bring record executives up at the Grammys because no one's interested. I went back to CBS and said, give me another $2 million for that. <laughs> and they probably did. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so Billy Joel, uh, he recorded The Stranger and Glass Houses under uh, Yetnikov. And Billy Joel had a very uh, tumultuous uh, beginning to his career. Yeah. And he signed some papers that probably weren't the greatest record deal of all time. No, it literally might have been one of the worst. And so after years and years and years, what Walter Yetnikoff did for Billy Joel is he bought Billy Joel's entire music catalog. Back catalog. Bought it as a complete package, bought it all, and gave it to Billy Joel for his birthday present. Billy Joel earned his catalog. And Yetnikoff saw that and was like, done. He didn't treat everybody that way. No, and that's the yeah. thing is, like, if if you were cool with him, he would go to war for you. Right. If you were not, yeah. God rest your soul. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Osbourne actually said that he uh, treated artists like they were objects, not human beings. And on top of that, he was a poster boy for misogyny. Because... I mean, it's Sharon Osbourne and Ozzy Osbourne. I don't think he probably respected their music very much, maybe. I don't know. I love Ozzy Osbourne. I don't, you know, that's a, that's a, I mean, so just to really go into what, you know, Sharon said there, Mm -hmm. um, they interviewed a a former um, assistant Mm -hmm. of his who proceeded to tell Walter that uh, she'd never seen anybody take their clothes off and put them back on so many times in one day. So he proceeded to start doing her too. Mm. And that's just the kind of guy that, and, and, and I think what it comes down to, you know, really with, with all of these people, really, I would say that, you know, with Rick Rubin and George Martin, there was definitely more of an element of humility Mm -hmm. Uh, to some degree, Mm -hmm. but, you know, really I would say that, you know, if you sit there and you just keep telling people what geniuses they are Mm -hmm. at some point, they're going to want to explore what it feels like to embrace that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you know, cut somebody down, uh, with that pretty quick, they're going to feel like you're okay with it and continue to do it. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing that, you know, you got to cut that off in the beginning. Yeah. Well, and you know, Yetnikov, he had a tendency to go a little bit too far with everything in his life with, you know, drugs and well, he saw that it worked and yeah. was like, right, well, let's keep but, going. But all the people who he had pictures up on the wall when he started kind of cutting them, that's when he kind of started to lose the career that he had built and that, and it had a lot, I feel like it had a lot to do with the drinking drugs and all that and make poor pe- choices. Yeah, pe- People started not trusting him as much. He started making bad decisions. Um, like and, they literally fired him and he called up, you know, Michael Jackson and yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and they were, and they were like, eh, you know, I'll talk to you later, Walter. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, but still, one of the most influential owners of or owners, CEOs of all time, getting people together, um, opening it up, and I feel like just the records under his watch were some of the best-selling records of all time because he's the guy that put it together. Well, that's a fact, and 
you know, you can't have some of this stuff. It's like I said, it doesn't matter if you've got, you know, Rick Rubin or Phil Spector. Or whoever, you got to have the talent, you have the talent. and you've got to get them in the room yep. or it's not going to happen. And, I mean, Earth, Wind, and Fire... Oh man, he said something about Cindy Lauper that was horrible too. That was, <laughs> I'm sure that they, they're not front. No, he literally said something about you know maybe you can get your career back if you finally get off your period. Oh, that's like, that's Walter. Not, yeah, that's Walter. That's not good. Did that's, you say that into a microphone, Walter? I'm sure he did. It's like Jerry Jones, but, man. But can again, you just stop. <laughs> but but again, to go back to the whole thing of. He was probably a little bit drunk or yeah. on a little bit of substance and had no filter and had been praised for not having a filter early in his career. Exactly. So then all of a That's sudden. That's like your whole thing. Yeah. When it's inappropriate, you've well, been told it wasn't it's great. inappropriate yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think the funny thing to me was that, you know, originally when he was going to do a book, um, Howling at the Moon was not his original one. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jackie Onassis yeah. wanted to write a book of, with, for, him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't pan out. But that that could have been real interesting. Yeah. But he knew he knew what, uh, what readers want, and he knew what the world needs. Um, great dude. Uh, great CEO. Uh, I'm glad that he was around to, uh, to really get a lot of this done. Uh, but album for the day today. Uh, Walter, Uncle Walter Yetnikoff, uh, great dude. Um, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and if you have any requests, shoot us an email to albumforthedaday at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four the day. Uh, and, uh, you know, thanks for listening, and we will see you when we see you. Your Uncle Walter's going on and on about everything he's seen and done. The voice of 50 years' experience. He's drunk watching the television. (laughs) Cigarettes in a six-pack. Your Uncle Walter is going on and on. That's got to be the cocaine. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit Add to Cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!